0: Hustle on over today.
1: This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at
2: Cox.com. Ask Ashley, the podcast is sponsored by Cox. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice.
0: Every day I'm hustling, 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 Every day I'm
2: hustling. my team, Florida boys, shout out to King. Another money grab with the Wu-Tang cream, royal team with the flow, as King got me From a small town, called fresh off a bitch, niggas, ass niggas ever think of calling out me. Okay, my lid's low, but then lid's low. You know it started out piss-po. Nothing like your King folks. Fuck Nike, I do it like this I got all the belts, young Glitch Klitschko If you want smoke, flame on The only problem with that, Holmes You got a glass jaw and I'm Roy Jones Speak on my name, let me find out For the wars, blow your lights out Mano, a mano, we grind out Throwing the towel, no calling the time Flipping niggas car over, I'm the new Earl Smith Top rank, diet niggas still sitting on the bench Stiff, jab, left hook, right hook Got a Glitch Vaseline all on me, so they blaming on the drip I've got an unorthodox style you for your man, so shout out to Jim. Shout out to Francis All of my competition touch the canvas Most of them going home in ambulances Beat all the odds, still taking chances Knocking you weak-ass fighters out just stances Locate the sponsors, I need advances Holly, boom, yay, yeah, that boy dance Yeah, ain't no talking now Ain't no one trainers, ain't no one promoters. Can't call yourself no
3: champ, man If you can't come through me
2: over there trolling, they don't want no smoke. Better have a cap heart, thinking I'm a joke. Ain't shit to talk about But your hurdle is. low. get your ass in the brain swine, get in the right 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 swine, what a boy. I need that. I'm a champ, I need that.
3: I
4: need a few others, but we'll work on okay. that. Yeah, I told you, man. Yo, Justo, though, just though it's time to drop another another track, man. Send that to me ASAP. Yo, we got to play that. We I play that. yet, yeah, man. Let's we gotta break find play out. that. Nah, we got to find out. Is he a one-hit wonder, man? Um, Because that track getting a lot of spins, let me tell you. It, it just fits so perfect, you know what I'm saying? So, Justo, we need to find out all you a one-hit wonder or not. You know what I'm saying? Come back and bring some more fire let us let us know that you can do it i mean and look and you ain't gotta be you ain't gotta you ain't gotta so i'm just saying i wanna i want i wanna know out just for curiosity can you do can it again <laughs> welcome back ladies and gentlemen another episode Action. again unguarded
3: In. activated
4: yes unguarded unguarded ladies and gentlemen we're back with our unguarded series alexander dumatron what is up uh take it away and uh give us any announcements you may have before we jump into the Highly popular, unguarded series. We're waiting for Terrell Fire Flame Harris. Take it away. Hey, what
1: happened? Take it away. And all I got to say, Border Wars. Yo, champs, the clock is ticking. We're at 67 days out from the event, if I'm not mistaken. And um, what can I say? You know, uh, things are coming together pretty good. um you know, you guys been waiting for, uh, you know, the actual confirmation for the hotel venue, also for uh, the weigh-in. And um, we uh, 100%, you know, already uh, have the actual venue for the event. We just got to, you know, get some contractual agreements signed up. And, uh, you know, uh, it looks like we already have for sure the, uh, the event space, <laughs> event space hotel and for the uh, weigh-in so it looks like uh, everything's coming along just fine with the timing and um, Just gonna be reaching out to some of you guys uh, probably today and um, You know just want to make sure those that want to stay in the fighter hotels. That's right there's two hotels side by side and um, You know, I was able to go ahead and uh, You know be, be able to get these rooms held in for us but uh they do want a confirmation and obviously i need the confirmation from you guys so before i go ahead and go ahead and uh you know make this a signed, sealed you know and delivered so to speak uh situation i i really need to uh make sure that everybody that wants to stay at the fighter hotel please reach out to me again if you've already reached out to me you know you know who you are and in case you just want to check in with me again just to confirm to make sure that you have your room I don't mind you reaching out to me. Just make sure that you get to me via IG and Instagram, Alex underscore Doomsday underscore L A I N E Z. Or if not, make sure that you get to me, uh, you know, via the the uh, Border Wars chat because uh, my contact number is there, of course. And you could get to me directly. If not, reach out to Ness. You know, reach out to us through the Boxing Voice, also uh, IG. But uh, everything's all already looking like it's gonna be a go. So uh, we're very happy about this because the places that we did, uh, you know, look at, we looked at it from all angles, you know, and uh, for the overall experience of everybody and also considering budgets, uh, I think we worked out something good. So um, I'm pretty sure that you guys are going to be very happy if you're interested again, uh, whether you're uh, a fighter.
4: We're talking hotel.
1: Yeah. Whether you're a fighter or, you know, you're coming with family, whatever it may be. You know just make sure you check in with me if you're interested in that and uh, you know you'll be basically very close to the event along the whole way you know you'll be there close to where fighters are gonna be weighing in you'll be you know you won't have to travel much Um, when I release the information on the hotels to everybody and I get everybody knowing you guys could go ahead on the websites and look at the pictures and you know really get uh, whoever you're bringing along excited about wanting to stay at the fighter hotels uh, you know besides the fact that you're going to be around the fighters you know the event coordinators the production you, crew me yes
4: you worked it out for breakfast to be included or was that because i know we had that conversation i'm sorry if i'm misleading the people but yeah
1: yeah no that conversation uh we had uh it was it wasn't that way uh we totally had a already discussed that and um you know t- tomorrow i'll be having some finalization calls uh with uh, both hotels and um we should, be, we should be able to have everything in play. And again, you know, um, everything uh, is still, you know, in uh, um, within the time span that I, I, I believe that we could do it. So it looks yeah, like You this, set a,
4: uh, he set a goal to be 60 days out and have the venue locked in and have the hotel locked in. And you're six, what, six, seven days out from that. So you're on you're on target. So shout out to Doomy that's taking over the the, the reins of Border Wars and uh, trying to professionalize it and bring it to the next level. Shout out to Mark Nash. Uh, I know, you know, me and Doomy, we were talking about videography. I forgot all about your and I conversation. He he, he said he would love to come out, whether it be commentating, doing post fight interviews, just giving coverage, you know, and he did his own recap of Border Wars. And we appreciate that. So uh, you're more than welcome. But yeah, it looks like we got our guest of honor. Uh, We're going to be doing our Border uh, Wars Unguarded series, and today's episode is going to be with Terrell, Fireflame, Harris, heavyweight, 1-0, undefeated, one draw, and uh, the way Rail puts it, he has the best resume in Border Wars, and... He's given the superstar of Border Wars, the only blemish on that record. Rel, you seem frozen before I bring you on. Are you there? Is your internet good?
1: That's a still shot, I think. I'm here.
4: Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that's not a still shot. That must be the internet. Yeah, it's the internet. It's choppy. Are you on Wi-Fi? Can you not get off Wi-Fi maybe and see if that works any better before you bring you on?
3: Okay. Can you hear me? I could have sworn you had a still you. shot. Bro. We hear you, yeah. but your
4: internet isn't working. It's pretty choppy. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's See, right now you're frozen in that frame, so that's why I thought it was a still shot.
4: Yeah.
1: It keeps moving. <laughs> all right, one second, one second.
4: All right, well, while he does that, any other Dude. announcements you want to make, my friend?
1: Absolutely. Um. Again, all the fighters that... Um, are flying in please contact me uh if you've already uh begun you know to purchase your tickets and let let us know uh how you're coordinating this because we need to know the times that you're going to be coming in we preferably want you there you know before three o'clock on friday that's way in day okay so
4: yeah we don't want you to fly in and land at two we need you to be at the hotel at three so you know you got to you got to <laughs> make sure you make the proper accommodations
1: uh, yeah i mean like what what's what's fair like just try yeah, to i'm gonna just uh upload it on the mobile you gonna upload it on the mobile upload what uh, i guess
0: skype here's to the great american settlers the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills of course there is something else you could do if you got something to say Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.
4: Okay. But, yeah, just let us know.
1: So, yeah. Um, we're going to go ahead. Uh, he left? Okay. he's probably just going to come back. Cole, you come back. Uh, what was exactly was I saying, champ?
4: Uh, you were saying how people can contact you, I think, and... Uh...
1: You know.
4: <laughs> <Today>. <laughs> rolling with the punches. I sent you a link, man. You and Sean do, man. Do You were the referee versus Rolling with the punches and Avery.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember
4: Rolling with the punches. Absolutely. And, and you was the referee for Sean Du versus uh,
1: Huracan. Uh, Habib.
4: Huracan. Huracan. So my question to you is: What do you think about that fight? Possible potential. Rolling with the punches and Huracan. I mean, not Huracan, but you know, uh,
1: you know what it Shandu. is. That, I think that that's a good fight. Um, I just, uh, I don't, I don't remember right uh, exactly how long ago Shandu hasn't, you know, I haven't seen Shandu, but like from what I recall, you know, Shandu's, you know, he, he hung in there with a guy that that was very well advanced. So, you know, I, I couldn't gauge him from that one fight, but I gauged enough to say that, first of all, he had the scruples to step in there with a guy that was more advanced. And uh, he definitely, I think that as far as skill level, they'll match up, you know, they'll match up. Uh, rolling with the punches, obviously, everybody saw, you know, he, he fought until until he collapsed. So, you know, the guy's got heart. And uh, he just needs a little bit of, uh, uh, I guess, fine-tuning. There were some right hands that would come out. And uh, look like they could hurt you, so it would be definitely a total different fight. Look, Avery came at him 100 miles an hour without stopping. Like this guy was just on you, even when he wasn't hitting you with like really clean shots, the the gloves were in your face. So I don't know if uh, Shandu's gonna bring that type of fight, but I could see an interesting fight between these two. A um, lot, I guess, a lot of questions would be answered between um, you know who's more advanced. Or who's who, who wants it more Really right At that level
4: Yeah man um, Well we're waiting for Rail to join us Right now We got a super chat From Big Matthew That says LDBC No LDBC Suspects
1: Suspects Ty- Tyson Dipping gloves In poison
4: Oh boy
1: That's what happened Last time and shit I don't know I don't know uh, I've watched the entire series of the Peaky Blinders, so like I know they'd be they, they they little little tricks. Little tricks. You might have to turn that down, the background champion.
4: Yeah, man, Rail, are you there?
1: They got my man Rail in the in the
4: in the in the no internet zone. No got internet net zone. Heard? No internet zone.
1: Phantom zone status. Rail, champ, can you hear me next? Yeah. You know. Can you see me?
4: No sir,
1: Bob. I see you. Uh, now I see you.
4: But he's frozen. His internet is trash. But just go on your regular phone, like, like your regular internet phone. Uh, uh, Yeah, your internet phone. Your phone internet because. I don't
3: think it's my internet because it's working properly with everything else. I think it's uh the link because you sent it to my mobile device. And it's saying uh, that Safari can't open up the page because the address is invalid.
4: Yeah, I mean, you're on here right now, so it works.
3: Oh, that's true. I don't know. This never happened before. Sorry about the technical difficulty.
4: I sent you a new link there if you want to try it to your text. pay
1: day you want
4: pay day i know that well listen man maybe we can't do video let's just try and chop work through it right. and uh you know get through the questions it's not that big a deal oh wow that was his internet there i don't
3: know but i'm hearing this i don't know if you can see me
1: but i
4: see you i see you uh but like you're you're chopping up you know what i mean
1: yeah. Um your audio's clear, right Ness for him?
4: Yeah, I mean we're gonna just do audio only. We got Terrell Fireflame in the building and we're gonna go ahead and power through this. It's our unguarded series. This is a big Border Wars, Border Wars 13. We're coming back to Florida and we got a big lineup already. I mean, we're still 67 days out and we already have about seven fantastic fights lined up fireflame will be fighting pablo asap asap garcia so we wanted to do his unguarded um so rail man just tell us man what's been up with you and what have you been doing since your last fight which was obviously against then former uh unified cruiserweight champ marvin and tank um a
3: lot has happened since then i think that was border wars nine if i'm not mistaken right no. Yep. So since Border Wars 9, a lot has happened. Um, I have been training still consistently. i actually been um, off training for like, I want to say, three weeks. But other than that, for the most part, I'm still in shape um, because I was preparing for the last fight. But I had to uh, not come to that fight because I was taking my Class A driver's license. So I was in trade school and um, I finished that. So... I'm already paid and ready, so there ain't no excuses this time around.
4: So you're taking your Class A driver's license. What are your goals, uh, and what do you hope to achieve by by attaining that driver's license?
3: Um, Just to be a journeyman lineman to work for the uh, electric union out here in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And um, I'm going to do that for a few years while I invest in my own personal business.
4: All right. So, Thanks. obviously, for those that don't, uh, don't know, you're trained by very popular, former welterweight uh, contender, Hector Munoz. Uh, tell us how you linked up with Hector.
3: Um, like
4: I said, I met Hector back in, like,
3: 2015, I believe it was. And um, I met him at the Johnny Tapia gym. Because when I first moved to New Mexico, it was around that time. And um, at that time, I signed up to be a USA amateur. But uh, Hector wasn't my trainer. When I went to the Tapia gym at first, it was a guy named Victor. And um, it turned out that the gym was closing down and uh, fighters really didn't have no place to go train. But I had met Hector while I was there and Hector had uh, offered to train me. So back then I used to go to his old house in South Valley out here in Albuquerque and he used to train me. We used to run miles and miles over the Rio Grande and stuff. and. Up to date, we got border wars. So now he's preparing me for my fights.
4: All right, all right. So what was his, I guess, first reaction when you showed him the footage of Pablo? I still
3: haven't shown Hector the footage of Pablo yet because honestly, like, this is... uh, I want to say it like this. This is a fight where... It's all on me. I understand that Pablo is the amateur with the background. But like you said, I'm the one with the pro trainer. So in other words, you know, I already been here. I already had a couple fights. This is something that Pablo got to be ready for. Because if anybody in the TBV community know, it's you and do me that I put the miles in. I put the work in. And, you know, at the end of the day, Pablo has to come ready for me. I don't feel like... uh I'm the underdog in this fight. Some people could say because he has an amateur background that I'm the underdog. But I feel like as far as skill is concerned, I'm going to be on the same level.
0: Hmm. Let's go, champ. You
3: feel me? Actually, even not better because, you know, well, it will be better just because I know who I am as a fighter and I'm elusive, my agility, you know, things like that. So I just hope that he prepared.
4: So... Talk to me about that agility. Do you think that's going to give you the upper hand? Because that's one of the first things I think about when I look at this fight. I'm looking at the fact that you're probably 100 pounds lighter than him. You should be able to move better than him, be faster than him, quicker than him, and get to the punch. Yeah, I will be. I'll be faster. I'll be quicker. Really, the
3: only thing that Pablo has to bring to the table against me is his skill and technique. So I hope that, you know, he exercises so that he can display his t- his skill and technique. Because at the end of the day, you can have all the skill and technique in the world. But if you ain't putting the hard work in, it's going to show in the ring. You know, we talk about that all the time. And um, what I will say about my opponent is, <clears throat> he's an amateur. I came in a novice. I'm stepping up in border wars. So, yeah, me claiming that my resume will be the best in the heavyweight division. I stand behind that because... Really, the only person that can argue that they're better is Chino. If he comes out on top against Shamish and Impossible Jones, you can argue that Chino has the best resume because he'll still be an undefeated fighter. But other than that, I come out of this fight on top against an amateur, you know.
4: So wait, uh, are you saying that if you beat Pablo, you surpass Sean because Sean has a loss?
3: Because Sean has a loss to the most significant fighter on his record, and um, his wins are trash. They they laughable. Um, real boxers uh, are not Let me not ask taking you something. Slow down, after. slow down, slow
4: down. Let me ask you something. Obviously, you and I, we've known each other for a long time. So if you've watched Deontay Wilder uh, be, I guess, uh, ridiculed or teased or uh you know made fun of because of his resume but he he just fought who was in front of him and you defend wilder so much uh what's the difference between sean and 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 wilder and and i'm being honest right like he he signed up to fight a specific person he signed up to fight a, a specific person and then that that person pulled out so like Wilder, he had to get a, a late-minute replacement. Wilder has many of those on his resume. Chris Areola was late-minute. Gerald Washington was late-minute. Um, these people, this is what happens in boxing. Okay, yes, sir. Just to add to
3: you know my answer to the question, uh, the difference between Wilder and Sean is Wilder stepped up his competition as his resume went on. Okay, he stepped up in competition regardless of if I'ma say it like this. He fought a bus driver, then that bus driver became a super bus driver. Then that then that opponent became even better, and then that opponent became a contender, and then that 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 opponent became a top five a top ten contender. So Wilder continued to move forward as Sean, who came in the amateur, I came in the novice. I'm facing amateurs at this point of Border Wars. He came in an uh, amateur and he's going backwards fighting novices. And then on top of that, he's barely getting past these fights and he's screaming and hollering about being the best when he should be working on his craft more. Honestly.
1: I thought that uh the market <laughs> an amateur. Isn't he an amateur?
4: Yeah, that's the L that he got, me But 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 that's what I'm saying. Like you're 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 trying to discredit him for losing when he stepped in there with an amateur that's more declarative, like the truth is Sean's got,
0: Sean only got one amateur
4: fight. I, I want to say this amateur fight. before
3: I, it, it seems like I'm coming off just downing him. I respect every last fighter that get in that ring because everybody ain't got the balls to do it. So him as a fighter, I respect him as a fighter getting in the ring, showing up to the event and participating and putting on the show for TBV. In that regards, he has my respect, but if you want to talk about his level of opposition, the way that I'm looking but at Chach it is But the dad giant.
4: is another amateur. You know that, right? Chach the dad no, was an amateur.
3: Let's go, back. Let's, let's go back to DeMarcus for surefire. Okay. You took a L to DeMarcus surefire. At that time, y'all was in a light heavyweight division. I feel like the guy didn't want to put in work. Honestly, he's a light heavyweight. He should be in a light heavyweight division, but he wanted to be lazy and fight. You know, novice guys that's coming in a little bit heavier when he should should have been focused on staying at that 175 weight, but he don't want to see the amateurs that's at 175 and 168. So therefore, he's lingering around the heavyweight division with pillow fist. You know what I'm saying? Not hurting obviously. Yo, Ral, come and,
4: on, man. And, how you gonna say and, a dude is scared, it's bro?
3: bro
4: how you gonna say a dude is scared, but he runs to the heavyweight division where one punch changes everything? That don't make any sense, bro. Skills pay the bills, and that's we know like
3: I, I've proven in my fights, Sean's proven in his fights that size he, does not always matter. Uh,
4: man. I, and I, it I, I hate I hate that you're making this about him, but the truth is he fought the dude, nobody wanted to fight. That's just the bottom mm-hmm. line. Only only me and me and Sean offered smoke him out J a fight. No one else, man. That's just the bottom line. So you, you can't say that. Like he could only fight who's in front of him and who's willing to fight him. You know what I mean? But since you, you know, bring it up... for me? You since, know, I've, I've, since you bring it up, though. That, since you bring it top. up, since you bring it up, you were the one that pulled out of the Milwaukee Border Wars 11 fight. He wanted to fight you in Border Wars 11. You said you didn't like that venue. So then he offered Sean, uh, Smoke Em Out Jay to fight. His truck broke down. So then he fought a late-minute 48-hour replacement. I don't see how you can knock him for that. That shows me... To me, like, show kid, it shows balls. It shows you got in there with someone you don't know anything about. You're not afraid.
3: Okay. I mean, my rebuttal to that is that, you know, I spoke to Sean leading up to Milwaukee. And what was told to me was that he was going pro July 9th, which was around that time before Border Wars. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go pro. And it don't make no sense for me to fight you in Border Wars because if I beat you, I won't get the credit because I was supposed to. Beat you because I'm a pro, and if you beat me, then it's like, why would I have risk uh going back to amateur when I'm a pro? Yeah, but real. then it turned out when me and Smoke 'em Out J was gonna make the fight and make it official, and I was officially gonna fight Smoke 'em Out J. Here comes Sean wanting to come back to Border Wars after he said he was going pro. I don't know if that was some type of mental tactic to say. Oh yeah, I'll go pro with you so we can be the main event and he could get me out of
4: World Bro, you're but forgetting was- You're forgetting that I personally text you and ask you, did you want the fight with Sean? And you said me, your words to me was me and Sean mutually agreed that that Wisconsin ain't the venue for us. And I said to you, bruh, he's going to Wisconsin. You was like, Well, I, I don't like Wisconsin as a venue. I said, Okay. So don't blame was, it on
3: Sean. That was that was sad. Yo, what you said is true. It was said leading up, er- like, the early, early days of Milwaukee. We were still, like, 60 days out when me and Sean was having these conversations. So, you know, things – you know how things do leading up to the border wars. Uh, things changed during that time. So, at that time, we was thinking that, you know, the venue for Milwaukee wasn't a for-sure thing. So, if we thinking that possibly it's options – we was looking for a different direction because of you know just the weather and the scene, how we going to Tampa this time. We was thinking maybe the event could be better in a more sunshine type area. But come on, man. Everybody know I'm
4: not ducking Sean. There's no way you can pay. <laughs> but that you picture. see, you see how it looks, right? Like you say you want to fight him. He it offers looks you like to a fight. Lot of ducking. If Sean really wanted to fight me, he could. He could. But you know, I'm not I I would agree to the fight. I would agree to, and it. I think that's your major problem—that you want to sit around and wait for a fight. These guys that you have these these back and forths with, your nemesis, right? Like you still have mm-hmm. a thing with Marvin. You still it's not? You I do. Mean, you do. You because, do got a thing all with in Marvin, and that. But, all in but, but let me but be family. But let me and explain. They gotta, with me. But and you know, it's kind of hard
3: that. because I'm going to be there. They're going to be there. So, in the back of Marvin head, he know damn well we got to draw. So, he, it, the sight of my voice irritates him because he knows, like, that's something that I have to do with my career that I haven't done and he don't want to see
4: it, hear about it. So, but, I mean, once I get more fights But, I but could, that's how you, know, you think it. about it. Well, but that's how you think about well, it. But to Marvin, he looking at it like this. I started at 248. I fought two fights at heavyweight. I became the cruiserweight champ. I unified. I moved down to one seventy-five. Now I'm a two division champ. Like my man kept moving. I want you to keep it moving. You need one more win, one more hey, win, and you weird, can't be denied. I, I, just, you know, I don't see
3: Marvin moves. You know, it's all I love. Like outside the ring, I, it's not a personal problem. Like <laughs> this is Border Wars in our chat. I'm gonna talk my shit. When leading up to the fight, I'm going to talk my shit. If I had a past opponent and I feel some type of way about our fight, I'm going to talk I my shit. I need to
4: ask you. What? When I say I, Marvin, I I when I say Marvin, what's the first thing come to mind? That's right. I'll suck yeah. rematch When I say Sean, what comes to mind? Kiss my converse. Uh, true novice. <laughs> I say smoke him out, Jay. First thing comes to mind.
3: Um, I, Honestly, with Smokey Mal J, I'm going to say it like this. I'm proud of Smokey Mal J uh, for losing, for cutting the weight. He came in here heavy, y'all. Y'all remember how heavy he was in Border Wars 9 when, when the Supermax fight went down? And this man has been working his ass off. So if we being real about that part, I take my hat off to Smokey Mal J. But if we talking about getting in the ring against Fireflame, that's just not something he want to do. He don't want to do that. You know, I'm not looking to call out Smokeom J because I don't care to have a mutual opponent as Sean. There's plenty of people out there for me, like Pablo, to prove myself against. And that's, I mean, come on. Like, we got real amateurs that want real shots. We got LJ Walkers in here. We got Kendricks in here. Shauna is not going to get the people these fights, but Fireflame will. I'm hmm. not going to sit here and brag about beating on Smoke Em Out J for coming down to a better weight and bragging about it when you were amateur and supposed to have a skill. Like, I mean, Tahiti's he's in your like,
4: division, though. He's in your division, and his tagline is smoke out the heavyweight division. True. Smoke Em Out, you know, he know
3: what he signed up for. You know, he he he, he, already, he was expecting it, you know. But at the end of the day, for Sean, it's just like, you know the way I would have came off about it if I won in his fashion was I need to work harder. You know it seems like he's just a god in camp. He's put in all the work and there's no more work to put in, and that's really where it just take me
4: at. Like he worked At, the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like what I hear is you want that Sean fight. You, Ness, you know I want the Sean fight. I'm not about to
3: lie to the TBV people. I'm sorry if it hurts Sean's feelings, but, dog, this is my division, bro. And after I be the champion of the heavyweight, I'm going back to cruiserweight. I'm not in a rush for cruiserweight. I'm not paying attention to cruiserweight, but I'm ranked in cruiserweight. So, therefore, I'm going back to cruiserweight. So, so you're right saying, now, so you're saying if division. Chino
4: beats Sean, he can't run from you? Because like this. This, this is the truth. I want you to understand what I'm I mean by that. I, wa- like this. I want you to understand what I mean by that, though. Because I don't know Chino as an individual. Me and
3: him never got the chance to meet, so I've never spoken to him personally. So I said like this, Chino, if you do be Sean, I want that fight. I don't know if you want it, but I want to keep fighting the best. If you 3-0, I want you. You know, I want it.
4: Otherwise, why are you in the division if you ain't fighting me? So, this is my thing that I was trying to explain. What I mean by that is he's already made it clear he wants to go down to Cruiserweight. So, he's made it clear. I'm going to beat Sean's ass. I'm vacating. So, what I'm saying is you probably would have to get that fight at Cruiserweight. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean,
3: however, well, then that means I just see Tino later because once I get the belt, I'm defending the belt. I'm defending against amateurs, our top amateurs in Border Wars. I'm going to get them a shot because they work their ass off and they want their name out there too, just like all these novices.
4: Oh, shit. Kendrick in the chat saying, I'll smash Rel. Rel, you know you can't beat me, bro.
1: Damn, they coming, they coming.
4: (laughs) I
3: (laughs) like I'm gonna say it like this. I ain't focused. I'm focused on the fight that's ahead of me right now. We'll get back to that later because if we go if we're gonna talk some real shit, we're gonna talk some real shit. Other than that, I'm not about to do the internet typing and internet talking. So I'll holler
4: at you in a minute. Yo. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Kendrick a fight. It would be great to have all our heavyweights on one card so that you know. Everyone knows what's going to happen in the next fight. But let's get to the first question. This is unguarded. Alex, I know you got your own question. Uh, you're on the show. You might as well uh, say it yourself.
0: What do right. you mean? What question? All
4: right. All right. So Alex says, how you doing, champ? We know you bring the show. So that be? with that being said, how hard will you be training for Border Wars 13 to secure an impressive victory knowing that it's our biggest show yet?
1: Um, dang, Dumi, you forgot your question. Nah, nah, I just, I, I took, I was confused there for a second. That's covered me off guard. Um,
3: but to answer your question, Dumi, um, of course I'm going to train my ass off because I respect the sport of boxing and, um, you know, outside of border wars, boxing is a very important thing to me. Um, and yeah, so every time I step in the square circle, I'm going to know that I came in that motherfucker prepared to the best of my ability so you know that's just the real in it and y'all you guys know i'm putting in these pro these pro runs these pro cardio runs that's gonna prepare me for the you know the darkest storm so yeah i'm gonna bust my ass as usual
4: all right next one is coming from bros ambrose who i'm desperately trying to make get to make his debut we were we were in negotiations with him and Marvin Marvin went another way and that's an announcement for another day but Ambrose from Texas says what is your ultimate goal in this border wars series where do you see yourself in three years in boxing blessings from Texas uh amen emoji hundred emoji prayer emoji
3: well I I want to be a champion um my my whole thing for Border Wars since I came in, that's even though back when we still had the IBFs so and we wasn't even on the TBV belts yet, that I, I just want to be a champion. I wanted to sign up to prove like not only do I love the sport and commentate on the sport and give my insight on the sport, but I can show that, you know, I can do what the fighters do as well. I could get my ass in the ring, I can get in there and swing, <laughs> I can do my motherfucking thing, you know. But, yeah, at the end of the day, what was the question that I answered? <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, the question is, where do you see yourself in three years in boxing? Oh, yes. So, um, I, I want to be successful at claiming a heavyweight title.
3: I want to defend against a decorated amateur. Then after that, I want to cut and be at my best uh, health-wise, like my best weight health-wise, and I want to get a cruiserweight belt. And then after that, I mean... It just with all that activity, I'm pretty sure Border Wars will bring pre- open plenty of doors for me. So, um, I'm not thinking that far ahead to years from now, but my time in, in Border Wars is about being a heavyweight champion, earning that name by defending it, and then going down the cruiserweight
1: to claim another division. All right, one that comes in from Show Kid, says, Uh, welcome back, bro. What are the three border wars fighters that you would like to match up against on your return to the ring?
0: Mm,
4: three man hit list. Well, of course
3: I'm. I feel like by me going in there against ASAP, that's his name, right? Yep. Yeah. By going in, in there against ASAP, he he coming off a of three and one USA amateur. I feel like I want him because he's already decorated. And um, he already got some experience behind him with shows. Real isn't here to fight anybody, you know, not nobody smaller than me. You know what I'm saying? Not nobody where I got complete advantages against. Um, I'm going in here to, you know, really display that I came to do the sport. Like, it's just plain and simple. So he would be an opponent. I'm glad I got him next. Uh, number two, of course, y'all, of course, y'all know I want Shine. Well, honestly, I don't, I'm not even confident 100% that Sean will put out more of an output than Chino. So I may be facing Chino. So the winner of Sean and Chino, I'm looking for that that person. And um, now from that, moment, from that moment on, I want to just defend against amateurs. Like, you know, I'm not, you know, just an amateur. So, the but LJ wait, Walker. but that's
4: two people, Sean and Chino. Give me a third name.
3: Um... Kendrick and L.J. Walker.
4: Okay. Nice hit list. So, I want you to know, as the champion, I'm actually going to forward the rules to Doomy. me you have the championship rules there, so you can uh, look for the specifics, because obviously every champion is allotted a, a voluntary. This is a vacant title shot. As the committee, we can enforce two back-to-back mandatories on the vacant title shot winner. But because our divisions are thin, I think that's unfair, so we've been doing the normal, which is you win the belt, you get one voluntary, then you get your mandatory uh, that, see, that uh, say again
1: I said I got him up whenever you want oh, man. go
4: ahead then champ, you the champ
1: alright, so uh, these are the Border Wars championship rules, I love the uh, banner by the way, that's pretty dope that's the belts, the original belts of the uh, <laughs> TBV Organization. So this says the following are a list of rules and obligations required of defending champions and in incoming challenges for all traditional weight classes in the Border Wars League. Title eligibility for a title shot, you must have at least two wins in the series. Special petitions can be considered for champions in recess and or champions entering a new division. Title defense. First one is, a champion cannot miss more than one event. Special situations can be granted to champion in recess and will require petition to avoid being stripped. A champion will be granted one voluntary defense if champion competes in the immediate border wars following winning championship and or successfully defending over mandatory challenger on the neck card. Third bullet. If a champion one border wars he must then defend against the mandatory challenger or be stripped. I hope you guys are following. Four fighters who win the title
0: eliminators.
1: Sorry,
3: no, I'm saying I'm with
1: you. I'm All right, cool. Fighters who win the title eliminators must receive mandatory title shots within two events of winning eliminator.
4: Just let, let me th- slow down right there so people understand. So if we Mandate that Hypothetically Kendrick versus Rel is a, is a final eliminator For the mandatory position Your mandatory still Doesn't have to be called Until a full two events Now can we call it Or can it be negotiated before then No but as the committee We have two Complete events To produce you as the mandatory To the champion.
1: Understood. Next, this champion and challenger must weigh in 30 days prior to the official weigh in to ensure fighters are on a pace to title fight weight stipulations. Next. That doesn't really
3: include heavyweights, right? I mean,
1: technically. Technically. If the champion weighs in over the limit and is unable to reach the required weight limit within two hours of weigh in, he or she is immediately stripped. However, The challenger who made weight will still be eligible to win title, which is something uh, many of you are familiar with. Title fight media obligations. This is important, guys. Champion and challenger must participate in weekly calling shows and scheduled press conferences unless circumstances have been discussed with show host Gibbs. And he's receiving mail. Fighters must also submit a weekly footage clip at a minimum of but not limited to 120 seconds. That equates to two minutes, guys. Next, fighters must have sanctioning fees by time of official weigh-in for title fight to be recognized. Failure to abide by these rules will result in the championship to be automatically vacated in the number one and two fighter in division will be called upon to fight for the vacant championship.
4: I just wanted that to be uh continuously read periodically because everybody wants to be a champion and nobody wants to be a champion when it's time to defend their belt. Um, you know, it's easy to pick and choose to get in a vacant title shot, then when it's time to defend with that number 1 contender, things get ugly. That being said, our next question is from show kid who says what fight besides your own are you most looking for looking forward to seeing of course the answer to that is sean
3: nah not necessarily
4: listen listen rel rel just notice floyd didn't be he wasn't he was he didn't become (laughs) that he didn't become as big as he was Until people believe he could lose to Pacquiao. Like you need someone out there that people think can beat you in order to prove yourself superior. Just saying. So whether you think Sean's on your level or not, let let us believe that. And then prove us wrong and be the greater fighter.
3: Uh, now, uh, once again, I want to say that Sean came into Border Wars an amateur fighting novice. I came into Border Wars a novice fighting amateurs. I don't feel like I'm better. I'm just saying. I just don't want that narrative to be painted. But I will say the reason why I feel like I can beat him is just because of how cocky he is. You know, and that, that that just drives me. I love to see people who think they untouchable in this real world. You know? Mm.
4: So for my good friend in the chat rolling with the punches who fought at last border wars this border wars taking place in Plant City and it will be the best venue border wars has ever had these men and women if we get any will be fighting under the real lights under the real stage that is used by professionals on a day-to-day basis We got the hey, next, next question I'm,
3: I'm not on camera right No, no sir
4: your camera is not really working right now because of the
1: internet. Yeah. But I mean, um make we'll th- a full announcement tomorrow, but uh yeah. We got, it, man. And it's looking beautiful and we're looking forward to working uh alongside our friends over in uh Wayne Fitness. So
4: All right, we have um Eddie Bola de Grasa who's also wow. fighting well, on this Wait, wait, actually, you didn't answer it. You didn't answer it, bro. Who who are you really looking forward to uh, watching fight other than yourself?
3: Uh, Yeah, so what's the card, Ness, so far?
4: So far, you got... Oh, no, I don't even need
3: you to tell me. I know who I'm looking forward to seeing. Who's that? My dog, Elias.
4: Oh. I want to see my dog, Elias, because that boy got some skill. So <laughs> w- will you finally give Marvin his credit if he beats Elias? Hell yeah, but that ain't gonna happen. But hell yeah, I give him credit. <laughs> hell, without a doubt. Shit, Elias to give him his credit if that happened. So you don't think Marvin's getting it done? Hell no. Nah. Wow, he said hell no. Nah. You totally counting them out. Totally. Without a doubt. Wow, bro, Listen. Again, you only you only as good as your resume, bruh. So he's on your resume. You should probably be rooting him on. Like, I'm going to be real. I want it's Eddie like, to win. I, I need Eddie to it, win. It, it, with me, here, here we go back to this. Like,
3: I didn't bring it up, all right? But it's like this. With me and Marvin, I was more so my own enemy in that fight because I was off the back foot. And the only reason I was off the back foot as much as I was because Marvin would jump in and hug my neck. I was trying to create space, but I did it in a very tacky way because I was trying to display technicality, man. But at the end of the day, Marvin, that's why he'll never get back in there with me. So I, I got a, Elias winning unanimously, unanimous decision just by pie shotting and breaking them apart. Victory.
4: Do <laughs> me as the cousin of uh-huh. Elias and the former trainer. Once upon a oh, time. Shit, Elias your cousin?
1: Yeah. That's yeah. my cuddy, man.
4: I thought Marvin was. No. no. Elias Lionez. Yeah. <laughs> his last name is Lionez. They might as well be brothers. But me as a cousin, former trainer, a person that's been watching his entire boxing career, what do you think about Marvin taking on the
1: Lion? Um I gotta I gotta say one thing. You know, I'm 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 a uh I'm cuzzo all the way, you know. That's my cuz. I've seen him from the beginning to, to where he is now. And uh, uh I'm just you know, I'm very happy with uh, uh where he is right now, In reality, you know what I mean? I'm really happy with, with Elias right now. So I say that to say this. Marvin's gonna bring what Marvin brings. And one thing that uh and that's probably why you you thought it um he was my cousin, bro, is I've cornered his uh, his corner twice now. You know, along the whole Border Wars series, you know, I've, I've uh, you know, ha- ha- had had a pretty good rapport with with uh, with Tank. You know, we're, we're friends. So uh, it is a little kind of crazy. I know Keem's on there in the chat saying I'm torn and shit. <laughs> 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 I'm not torn. I remember uh, Dumitran, uh, You know, he's able to, you know, kind of not be biased in these situations as a referee too. You know, I could referee cut fight or anybody else's fight and i have no no bias i'm able to you know detach myself from those things so So,
3: do me i will say this though uh marvin as far as being in the ring with him on a serious note he definitely has tactics in there like that kid no he has an iq to where he can do some shit and like like so he got to bring that against elias he got to bring his iq of uh like like for instance let me give you an example I was in there. I threw a couple jabs at him in the first round, and he kind of like uh, hit. Uh, rub, we like put up against me, like to the point if I would have hit him with a right hand, I would have hit him in the back of the head. So I'm like, okay, he's trying to set it up so I could get a point deducted. So a lot, a lot of his technique, he can win fights off tactics. He can win fights off warnings, knowing that you've been warned for certain things. A certain amount of times. You might not even be guilty, but he'll set you up for
1: that shit. So he better
3: bring that type of IQ in there
1: because he gonna need it. Yeah, no, definitely. Look, he he um what I what I do give Marvin is his cardio. I think this last fight he impressed me, you know, going up against the Cobra. I think the Cobra was very well prepared. <laughs> it was just that uh okay, what's the message?
4: I got a super chat that went buried. We just want to get it before it gets further buried. I'm being told to to say it, so I'm sorry. To Big Matthew, who's... No, we said that, right? So the next one is Willie Williams that says, What happened to Mario and his wife fighting last Border Wars fight? Uh, Mario caught a hernia, so him and his wife pulled out. Um... Yeah, I, I told Doomy to try and make that Ashley and Rebecca fight. I know Rebecca still wants to fight. Jose is fighting Showkid, so that's an easy fight to make. It's a matter of Ashley and Mario accepting the challenge of Rebecca, who really wants to punch Ashley in the face.
1: As she says. Uh, but going, uh, circling back to, a, a, you know, Cobra being in a good shape, and I think that that was a, a well-prepared Cobra. I, I don't know. If he had anything else to say after or before the fight, I'm not aware. But, um, you know, he was bringing it to Tank. And, uh, you know, Tank, just he showed his grit, his growth. Um, and his Tank, literally. <laughs> his cardio is pretty good. You know, good. but that's
4: the one thing he talks about the most. So, I wonder what's going to happen when he meets someone that works as hard as him. Because he thinks, he, he, like, that's his tagline. I won't be at work. No one works hard as me. Okay, well, Rel runs a lot All of right. miles. Yeah, I worked
3: my ass off when I fought him. Um, I even went to out of the country. So, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure Elias is a game person when it comes to the conditioning because him, him himself, he been in this boxing shit too. And the ones of us in Border Wars who really love boxing take that shit serious. Marvin is one of them. Uh, Elias is one of them. So I hope I, – I know Marvin's smart enough not to be sleeping on him. I know it.
1: Yeah. But I, 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 I'll close out with this as much as I give Marvin, you know, uh, credit for the tank, his growth and his ability to adapt now. And yeah, um, overall, just keep that discipline, man, because he, he came down from 250 and is now at the way he's in now, 168. No looking back.
4: No looking back. No, no hiccups. No, you know, getting close to his old way. It's like he's dropped off the weight at every at every at I every. When you say his old
3: ways, what was his old ways? Because everybody don't know how. No, Martin his started. old weight,
4: his old weight was uh, two hundred and forty eight pounds, bro. Yeah. He was a heavyweight. I was trying to fight him. We was both undefeated. You know, I feel like you feel. At least you got the fight. You he ain't fight me. You know we spot, he Yo he he. He was yo it was funny because he used to talk shit you know to what? me. I, I just thought about my third opponent
3: that I want bad. Who that? I want you to come out of retirement, man. Bro, we, you, would,
4: we, would, we 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 would put on a star-studded event. You would need to be a champ so you got so that I get the opportunity to be two-time. Of course, I, I can't, I I can't come out. I, gotta, I can't come no, out just I, for a regular fight, you know what I'm saying? I, I, <laughs>
3: get him over
4: here. saying, money. But, yeah. So let me get to Eddie Bola de Grasa, who says, how important is this victory for you? We know there's a potential mega fight for you, the vacant heavyweight title, if you win this next fight. Are you at all worried that your fight with Sean will not happen? See, even the public knows that that, that's your nemesis, man. Okay, repeat that question again. Repeat that. It's two-parter. How important is this victory
3: to you? Oh, this victory is very important to me because it's, I'm coming off of a layoff and um, I'm stepping up. So I feel like this opponent that I'm fighting in this fight, it, he going to bring in any harder challenge than Sean can bring me, flat out. I just feel like this challenge is the real challenge. So this fight means everything to me.
1: Uh, second part
4: uh-huh. is
1: uh, we know there's a potential mega fight uh, what'd you say, Ness? No, I said, uh-huh. Okay, cool. We know there's this potential mega fight for the vacant heavyweight title. If you win this next fight, are you all at all worried that your fight with Sean will not happen? Um, No. Like, like
3: again, once I said, uh, it's like this, okay? We, we have social media. We have great platforms in today's, you know, uh, universe in our sport. And I say that a lot of fighters are in there off of what they created off of clout. Uh, I'm not, when it comes to Sean, I'm a real fighter and Sean is just created for this event. Uh, Yo, you are terrible, man. I'm not worried about if I'm going to fight Sean or if I'm not going to fight Sean because the real fighter I'm facing December 11th in Tampa Bay. Mm. Wow. And And that's
4: Pablo ASAP. I can't wait. Boy, you better come prepared, nigga. All right. We, he got a follow-up. He says, also, I'm rooting for you to get the dub because I need Border Wars in New Mexico. It's as close as, no, it's as close as Border Wars what? has been to the West Coast in years. So, yes. Uh, Eddie ta- said that? Eddie. Eddie said he needs you to oh, win. God. Thank you, Eddie, man. Oh, dog. That mean a lot, dog. See? Yeah. Yeah. So yep. tell, tell the world what Eddie's talking about uh, in case, you know, those that don't know, uh, you're, you're originally from Detroit. You're now in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And, and, and what exactly does he mean by he, him wanting to go to Mexico or New Mexico, rather?
3: OK, so your boy real was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan, up until the age of 23 years old, born and raised. My whole bloodline, my whole family is from Detroit, Michigan. I moved out to New Mexico at 23, and I got into my boxing here. Okay, so with that being said, throughout the years, I've interacted with a lot of important people in the city of Albuquerque, um, and I have a, a venue, pretty much. I can, We can set up a venue for, participates to, for participants to come, and we can put on a good-ass show. Um, just, Wisconsin has been great to board Wars, and um, just off what I've seen on video – they they put it on a very good event but I feel like Albuquerque will top that but that's what we're supposed to do get better it's not a competition um but at the end of the day um I've been on the local news in Albuquerque I got friends that's close close to me out here in Albuquerque and um I know a lot a lot of people so I could turn I could have a venue I could set a venue so you know it's real a side shit going on um but that's what it means. I would I would want to defend in Albuquerque, New Mexico. But I mean, I'm sorry. I would want to um, fight for the title in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I would want to defend in Michigan because also it's a venue in Michigan for me to defend, and it would be in a suburban area in Michigan. Of course, it wouldn't be in the inner city. It would be a venue in a suburban area, and I have that as well because this is things that I've just been piecing together
4: mm. with myself. Sorry, Eric Cruz. Eric Cruz in Texas says, Would you allow Jose into the venue in New Mexico? <laughs> oh man, shout out to Eric Cruz, though. I'm
3: so excited that Cruz back in the event next because you know uh Cruz participated in Border Wars Nine. And uh he just been a good, he's a good guy, man. I ain't never ever bumped heads with Cruz one time. And I think we both the same sign too. So Shout out to Cruz, man. But uh, what was his question? What did he say?
1: Would you let Jose into the venue in Detroit, Michigan?
3: Okay, let me say this about Jose. I don't know what Jose. We know Jose Show El Loco shows mixed emotions because I literally, I don't even know what upset him so bad. I forgot what he said, but he just started snapping on me out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Well, I don't understand, Jose. You know, El Loco. What's going on, buddy? And uh, it's just like, fuck you, real, and I don't like you. And then I finally put two and two together. So, okay, um, right before I paid for the event, um, I had I wasn't in the Border Wars chat. I had came in for a split second. I don't know who added me to the chat, but somebody added me to the chat. And um, this was right after the last Border Wars event. And anyway, I sent the screenshot of uh, me and Sean Jones talking, and um, inside of that, I said, oh, because he said, uh, Sean told me that you got to check my manager, Ness Heyman and some shit, and I was like, oh, not Ness your manager, when you came in, dick sucking the Canadian, because everybody know when Sean first came in, uh, Jose was promoting him, like, this is my star, and no one can beat Sean, and now he's saying Ness is his manager. So, you know, I just said that. I said, not first he was dick-sucking the Canadian, and I guess that pissed Jose off because it came out of nowhere when he finally did get to me. He just said, bitch this, bitch that. But, look, at the end of the day, <clears throat> words were said, but I never disre- – I'm going to say this. I would never disrespect a man's family. I didn't say anything negative towards him, nothing like that. All I did is say, tell your bitch to play with my hair. It's just something funny, just like calling me a bitch out the book. But, you know, in regards to that, yeah, I could keep I could tone it down because I don't disrespect no man family. You feel me? I ain't cut like that. I, that's just not how I'm raised. But uh, at the end of the day, though, Jose is fucking hilarious to me. Yes, he can come to New Mexico. He can come to fucking New Mexico. I'm not the fucking mayor of New Mexico. I don't decide who comes and who doesn't come. It's not that type of event. I'm a part of TBV. You know, the way I look at it, the more shine this gets, the more shine I get. So, you know, I'm not really pressed to um, push down Jose. We all know he's a comedian.
1: <laughs> all right. He's got- <clears throat> this one is coming in from uh, Info Joe. It says, uh, what's up, bro? Glad to see you back. What did you think about Border Wars 12, overall fights, etc." Uh, all right so for Info
3: Joe I have to say this directly to him um Info I apologize that I gave you that dy- dynamic introduction and you wasn't able to announce it in Border Wars 12 but I will be there for Border Wars 13 man because you know the fire flame was going to come out and put on a show off your introduction but so Info Joe um the best fight in Border Wars 12 it was a couple exciting fights let me think he said what was the best fight for Border Warsaw?
1: Yeah, what what was your uh, uh your your favorite fight? The best uh the overall you know what, what was your what was your what did you think about the overall uh uh of all the fights? Hmm. Like if you would go to compare overall, it to maybe, maybe overall
3: it was great overall it was a great event. All the fighters put in their effort, and you could tell the levels were equal amongst every fighter, you know. Um, except Elias. He just on a whole nother fucking level. <laughs> Eli- That's my favorite fighter. That was my favorite fight of the night. Elias making somebody say, you know what? I'm I shouldn't be in here with you. That shit is legendary. So yeah, it was Elias fight. Uh, all
1: right. All right. The next one's from uh Mission Impossible. And he says, uh, "What therapist did you see since you left? Uh, uh, you seem much calmer now. Hopefully, it stays that way. <laughs> Hopefully, it stays there. Okay, I, I guess he just wanted to make a statement. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it, uh, it says what therapist, but I'm, I'm assuming that you're, you're gonna you're gonna skip on that. Um,
3: listen, <laughs> what's, what's the name of that? Uh, what's the name of that heavy bag? That aqua bag?" That's the therapist. I forgot the name of that
1: Aquabag. I'm going <laughs> to tell you later on in the chat. We'll call it the Aquabag. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Baker is on the uh, questionnaire here. It says, uh, Fire Flame. What's good, man? Glad you back. Keep that head down and stay training. Don't get on Boss Man Nest. Bad side. Laughing emoji. See you this <laughs> 11th in Sunnyside, Florida. Hey
3: man, I'm here. Ness want me to be here. I'm here, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what was JB question? He said uh nah, he didn't he, he didn't say any question. He just uh, Oh, he said he's happy that I'm here. Thanks, bro. I just want to say congratulations on your last victory. And uh show kid is not a diss to you, it's just that I'm congratulating JB. I knew him before you and shit. And um he won the fight just how I thought he would win the fight. He uh just showed more conditioning and, and uh, durability and pretty much uh, moving around. So I guess show kid could just work on more of the same. Just like, we know you got the power for your size, but now since that, since that you can learn from that for your next
1: opponent. But shout out to JB. Thank you though. I'm going to be working with Showkid this uh, board of wars. Uh, we actually had a talk today and uh, we're looking good on schedule. Uh, Jordan Baker did come back, though, with a, a question. He said, will you ever be able to accept not getting the Marvin fight again unless you <laughs> 75? Wait. Oh, oh, wait. I'm sorry. I didn't hear the rest of it. What'd you say? I'll read it again. Will you ever be able to accept not getting the Marvin fight again unless you drop to 75? Mm-hmm. JB, I'm not on. Listen,
3: guys. TVV, <laughs> Look. <laughs> I'm not chasing Marvin. I'm not chasing him. Look, I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to say it like this. Marvin, if he really wanted the rematch, he could have a rematch. I mean, that's just that's it. If he don't want it, that it shows. You know, so I'm not really pressed to chase Marvin. Like, I'm not a light heavyweight. I'm not 175. Maybe I would cut to 175. Uh. Maybe. How would you feel that
4: one seventy five? Nah, he went down to one ninety. Not one one seventy five before. One eighty
3: nine was what I had weighed in for last fight, and I'm um, at one eighty nine. I felt good. I did feel good and light as a feather. I just felt like you know how Dragon Ball Z, how they go into the type hyperbolic time chambers with all the gravity, and then they come out and they just feel light. Like that's how I felt at that weight. I felt amazing. So. I know that if I go back to Cruiserweight and Border Wars, that's where I'm going to be the most dangerous. That's why I'm trying to do um, everything I can in the heavyweight division before I make that move.
4: See, that's why I would rather you make your own lane where people turning around telling Marvin to fight you. You know what I mean? Because you looking dominant. It's like, yo, this the dude that you got to fight. Because if he beats Elias, you know... Mm. It's a wrap. They're going to think he's a superstar. So the only way for you to even be talked about in that conversation is to be obviously beat Chino. And you probably, you probably got to be Sean and Kendrick, you know. And, and Kendrick name ain't out there yet. No disrespect to you. Kendrick is just the community don't know you. Yeah. That's why I want no. you to get that one fight. He gets this fight. If all, if we could get each heavyweight a fight we golden because y'all all on one card, Don King style and everybody sees y'all.
3: I don't. Okay. I think, yeah, in order for me. Yeah. But okay. I'm not really pressed to talk about that lane right now. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm really not about, I, I mean, I put it like this. The only reason it was a draw is because I got a point deducted. I mean, I I, I didn't lose the fight. So it's like, I'm not pressed to chase Marvin.
4: You got another one there from Eric Cruz.
1: Uh, yeah, I got it. Uh, he says, Hi, Rel. I'm glad you're back on Border Wars. My question is, what is the one thing you are looking to improve on your overall boxing style? And who is this? Whose question is this doing? It's, this is Eric Cruz. Sorry. Oh. Eric Cruz came again? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so- I got one from the chat. This was the actual Patreon question. Okay. Um, so
3: yeah, Cruz, I'm glad I get to talk to y'all at this time so I can break this shit down before the event. So it means a lot for you asking the question. Um, what I've been doing is what I've been doing to develop my technique is my distancing. Um really understanding the end of the end of the snap of my shots and how powerful my shots are at the snap um, and how not to smother myself or step in to my punches. And um, that's what I, so pretty much instead of going back like I, how I did, how I was on the back foot in my last fight trying to create space, um, I know how to create space dancing. And that's the technique I've been working on since I was supposed to participate in the last Board of Wars. And I'm telling you, even though I haven't been in the ring, I've been in the ring. So I haven't started yet. I haven't had any sparring for this camp yet. We'll what, what, so get
1: there. What, what have you started thus far, bro, for this camp?
3: Uh, I'm just running every day. I'm doing my – right now I'm at a decent 3.5. That's why I haven't started loading the five-mile runs yet, because I'm catching back up on 3.5. But I feel good at 3.5. Right now I've been running it for four days, and – um. Really just push-ups and shadow boxing. I got this I got this rhythm I use it. I, I don't mind sharing it either. Um <clears throat> for the bigger dudes, this is not for the lighter dudes. For the bigger dudes, I use five pound dumbbells during my shadow boxing. I do 12 round shadow boxing at three minutes, but you can do it at any pace you want. Uh out of those, for the first two rounds, I use five-pound dumbbells through the whole three-minute shadow boxing. And then I just do regular shadow boxing without them. And then when I get to the championship rounds, the 11th and the 12th, I use the five-pound dumbbells again just so I can have that extra soreness on my arms. So that what that helps with is when you're in the ring and you throwing punches, your arms won't die out. Because if you're not working on your arms, and um, this is what I lift and weights, too. I love doing it in shadow boxing because, you know me, I don't want to put on too much bulk. If I wanted to be, like, fucking ripped, I, I got a membership at Define Fitness I could be on the bench press, lifting, 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 but I don't want to be sluggish like that because I know muscle muscle can carry more weight than fat sometimes. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a good workout using the five-pound dumbbells, just using them for your championship rounds, and using them for your beginning rounds, and in between just do regular shadow boxing, and it's a great fucking workout, I'm telling you. But I haven't even started with Hector yet. Well, because... Because Hector lost his phone, oh. let me tell y'all, if y'all try to contact him. But Hector lost his phone, and um, I contacted his wife the other day. My girl contacted his wife the other day, and um, she got him on the phone with me. He told me to just come over, but it feels weird just coming over without speaking to him first, you know?
0: Yeah. But
3: yeah,
1: I'll be over there. Nice.
4: Well, that was the last question, unless anything slipped in.
1: Yeah, you got Jordan Baker who says, Will you ever get business advice from Mission Impossible or get a car from Gentlemen's Driving Club?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> shout out to Sean and shout out to him. <laughs> oh, my God. First of all,
3: I look, man, um, I'm not, look, man, see, because I'm a businessman, see, so I'll be trying to be casual about things. But, to answer your question, JV. No, man, I ain't buying no car from his shit. I'm beating his ass when he ready to scrap. All
1: right. <laughs> uh, I think that's if nothing else slipped in. Um, that's uh, that's the last one on Patreon. But I had a question.
3: YouTube. I got to let everybody know my YouTube channel is coming And What is this today? Today it is. It's coming January the tenth. My RKI podcast is in the building. isn't is 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 coming up. RKI podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at real been real. I'm gonna upload merchandise. I have uh someone helping me out with my logo and um I'm gonna have merchandise and also uh. uh what else is it yeah so my podcast a little bit different than a boxing voice it's just i will be covering boxing number one but i'm also doing like uh tv show reviews uh uploading food food um from the like good restaurants and popular foods and shit so it's like so a personal
4: vlogs uh more like a personal
3: vlog yeah, it will, it will be uh, personal full vlogs, but for the most part, like, when I'm covering content, I cover, like, light entertainment and light other sports. But boxing, i probably upload 15-minute videos and things like that. Um, but for the most part, it's a boxing channel, but I will have other things as well for other viewers. And, um, yep, just follow me on Instagram at real, Been real, and that'll be coming soon. I'm excited about that.
1: Let's go, champ. You feel me?
4: All right. All right.
1: Hell, bro. It's coming back. Well, to
4: the do me. give out your social media. Oh, Ness, I have one question for
3: you. Sure. Um, so the poster is at $35. If my opponent not willing to pay $17.50 for the poster, or his half of the poster, I'll pay the whole $35. You could put me on the poster by myself and put my opponent name.
4: Um, all right. I mean.
3: You can use like that image I sent you, that that professional photo and just like do it. The picture? Like, like, of you throwing the punch? I, yeah, that one. Yeah. All
4: right.
3: And I just send you, I just PayPal you to thirty five. All right.
4: He was going to, he was going to do the same thing. He said he was going to, um, take, get a professional photographer as well was what he was telling me but uh yeah i'm gonna also uh double up with him say that again i'm sorry i said i'm gonna double up with him and and, and see what's up
3: all right yep um but if let I, I i ain't waiting around on him i got my money for my posting. No, i'm trying sure. to get it out for sure so what's your
4: instagram again rel
3: rel Be real real one word R E L L, been real real, yeah.
4: Ben real, been real, oh been real, guys. All right, cuz I'm gonna send the designer as real change The Instagram. All right, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's been your first unguarded for border wars 13. Shout out to Rail and and, uh, and nice. shout out to Doomy. Catch us on the next one. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. You never know when we're going live, which is almost every single day, multiple times a day. We're getting it. Border Wars 13, December 11th is going down. The best one yet. Doomy's driving the Border Wars vehicle. And now we're going to have fighter hotels. We're going to have weigh ins in the action.
3: Actual- oh, yeah. About that, I'm not staying at the fighter hotel because I already got this cold Airbnb off the beach. It's like directly off the beach. Directly. It looks so sweet. And it was cheap too. It was cheap. It wasn't as cheap as the fighter hotel at all. I playing a couple more hundred, but it's cheap.
1: Hey, listen, it's your experience. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, as long as it's you know, it's close and you're not... I'm
3: going to see it to y'all like, y'all want to come play volleyball? No,
1: I'm, just-
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, listen, uh, just be ready to uh, uh, put them dukes up. And, uh, uh, I'm ready, man, without a doubt, without a doubt. And then, and then, you know, the celebration afterwards is lovely, man. We all get together. Everybody has a good time. And uh, it's all along with the experience here at Border War. So I look forward to seeing the fight. I look forward to seeing you come back. I look forward to seeing some adjustments, you know. I'm always the, the eyes uh, closest to you fellas when you're in the ring. And uh, I get to see a lot of uh, details, so, uh, you know, uh, I I definitely uh, do want to see, and this is just me, you know, throwing some jewels at you, uh, you for you to stand your ground and uh, have uh, the confidence that you you should have at all times with uh, your punching power, your range, and, uh, you know, not let uh, the smaller man uh, push you back. You are a tall, rangy fighter. And I think that uh, we haven't seen the best of you just yet. me yeah. I mean, that mean a lot to me, for real, Alex. I mean,
3: I do. I hear you, man. I felt that shit. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to see,
1: man. You're going to see major improvement. Let's go, champ. All, All right.
4: right. Catch us on the next one. Remember, tomorrow, Border Wars episode 7 p.m., we got major fight announcements to talk about. Join us tomorrow at 7 p.m. This has been another Unguarded episode with Terrell Fireflame Harris. Catch us on the next one.